You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. The sustainability feature on Classic Business is brought to you by Environmall, experts in sourcing new and hard-to-find eco-friendly products for sustainable tomorrows. At the Morningstar Investment Conference today, I heard that uh, total investments with a focus on ESG principles are estimated at 30 trillion US dollars. That means one of every three investment dollars in the world. Now, ESG principles have been adopted to some extent by 86% of S&P 500 companies and the pressure on companies to adopt these practices has increased uh, by the likelihood of new regulation becoming the new reality. That was certainly the take-home message. Victoria Rovers, who is uh, Managing Director of Morningstar Investment Management South Africa, welcome to the show. What's your view on ESG in South Africa? Hello, Michael. Yes, ESG in South Africa is definitely something that cannot be ignored. If we just look back at our trajectory of state capture, of corporate malaise, of everything that we've experienced, if there was ever a time to have focus on good governance, on social accountability, and on the environmental side, you know, now is the time. I do find that typically when we ask investors what their view is in South Africa, you have one of uh, three responses really. Well, it's difficult to be ESG savvy in South Africa when you look at our stock market, given we have a lot of banks, oil, and mining companies, and tobacco that make up the bulk of our market. Fair enough, but there are different lenses to look at ESG in, and and so that does just take care of one of them. The second answer is, well, nobody cares. And I challenge that. I don't believe that's true. People often say that because they believe that if you want to be a sustainable investor, then you're going to be giving up returns. That you need to substitute, you can must pick one or the other, but the two are mutually exclusive. And that is not the case. And then the third reason is a lot of people don't actually know how to physically implement it. They like the idea, they like the concept, but they don't know what it means in practice. Mm, And it's when you marry all three of those together that you can really have an effective ESG strategy. When we talk ESG, I think we all know what the acronym stands for, Environmental Social Governance. From a a definitional perspective, how would you define ESG investing? Well, the interpretation or expression of ESG is very subjective. And what we find is that ESG typically follows one of three paths. The first is investing based on your values. So you exclude companies that don't align with your values. And that's where the comment about our market is difficult. If you use a value-based approach, you're right. You say, I don't want to buy tobacco. I don't want to buy gaming. No mind. And that is difficult to express in South Africa. Not globally, though, I must state. The second measure is impact investing. So investing in next-generation businesses, such as wind farms, green energy, solar and this is often practically funded and implemented through infrastructure finance investors and mm. not really accessible to a lot of retail investors, although they love that concept. And then the third measure, which is one that we actually employ at Morningstar, is saying, I'm not going to pass judgment at an industry level because certain industries are going to be there whether I like them or not or whether I support yeah. them or not. But I'm going to ensure that I have company-level data so I know what each company is doing within that industry to ensure good governance to ensure that they are giving back from an environmental perspective, that they're looking after employees. So so you get an ESG rating at a company level, and that's what we do at Morningstar. Can you just give me an example of how you would do that? Let's take mining, for example, because uh, the JSC is so heavily weighted towards uh, mining companies, given our history. Yeah. So when people think of mining, they typically think, well, it's the environment, and they would be right. But I'll just interject and give you a quick stat that, most people would, would be you know, surprised to hear that a lot of retail 
actually have a much worse environmental impact because their above ground carbon footprint in terms of moving logistics and food around far outweighs the environmental impact of a lot of miners. But ESG is really made up of three pillars. So with mining, what we do is we look at areas such as community involvement, job creation, outreach, land rehabilitation. What are mines doing to move to more energy efficient production? So when you look at just if you to pass judgment and just say mining is bad from an environmental perspective, it's really a very myopic view and is a much broader concept of, of general sustainability, mm. which broadens to communities and employees as well as investors, just, not just the environment. And then you also think about um, uh, platinum miners, for example, and the fact that platinum is used in catalytic converters, uh, which uh, are, are used to um, remove pollutants and greenhouse gases from vehicle exhaust emissions. So I mean, it, it is a very complex area. What are some of the global trends that you're witnessing in the ESG space? Well, ESG is certainly getting a lot more airtime, which is good because, as you mentioned, Michael, the default is for people to say, oh, it's very fluffy or it's, you know, tree huggers whereas actually the depth of ESG is very good and ensures long-term sustainability of certain industries and communities, as well as the environment. So generally, investors are not happy with corporate laziness, and a lot of this has been driven by social media. We see that, you know, you see Greta on the news, which is all good. In addition to that, you know, in 2015, the UN formed the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which they aim to have achieved by 2030, and, and these goals are all interconnected and often form part of legislation. And we've also seen a lot of money moving into ESG funds. And I'm going to give you an interesting fact here is that ESG funds during the, um, the crisis we've seen of 2020 were some of the best performing funds in the market. And I mean, ironically, I guess it's because they didn't own energy. They didn't own banks. They owned quite a lot of technology. So that's really just a byproduct. But that belief that you're substituting performance for um, good Good investing was really disproved during um, during the, the crisis of 2020. And then there's also this uh, perception that it's just the younger generation. It's just the socially and environmentally conscious uh, millennials driving this. Mm. What is your research telling you about um, uh, the demographics in terms of the makeup of funds that are flowing into uh, ESG funds? Well, the millennials were definitely kind of early adopters. And... It, but what we've seen in all the surveys and the research that we've done is that the awareness and the importance of it is very broad spread now. So it factors all demographics and all ages. When it comes to actually investment, we still predominantly see the big institutional investors having the bulk of the flows. But the retail investors, man on the street, whether you're young or whether you're old, we're seeing a definite increase in A, questions, and B, investments. Very interesting, Victoria. So I, th I think for retail investors, the, the big issue then is how do you look to bring ESG into your investment uh, practice? Uh, I think it could be a little bit more accessible in South Africa. We, we've still got some way to go on that front. Yes, and I think the first thing as an investor is you need to get a good understanding of where you see yourself on the spectrum of, returns driven to sustainability, um, and, and know that the two are not mutually exclusive. So first things first, we would encourage you to have the conversation with your financial advisor. Ask him about it. Find out what options are available to you. If you don't have a financial advisor, or even if you do and you want to do some work yourself, in South Africa, you can get company holding data that looks at ESG ratings. Morningstar produced Globe ratings, which look at the sustainability of unit trusts, as well as the underlying funds. And lastly, 
spend a lot of time understanding what the asset manager that you're investing with. We talk about the parent, the firm company, what that firm is doing at an ESG from an ESG perspective. A very good example in South Africa is Alan Gray. You know, if you're an investor in any unit trust or any fund, that asset manager is using your proxy vote to ensure good governance. And the questions are always to those asset managers, are you using my proxy vote and what are you doing with it? And Alan Gray is incredibly uh, vocal and, and, and active in that space. And, you know, a great example of how they implemented change on a SASL board a, a year or two ago by using their investors' proxy vote. So there are some very good parent companies in South Africa um, and some good options. But ask your advisor about it and don't be afraid to ask the asset manager about it as well. This is information they should have on hand and they should be doing. The bright green approach uh, to sustainable investing with Victoria Rovers, uh, Managing Director of Morningstar Investment Management South Africa in this week's sustainability slot brought to you by Enviromore. This is Classic Business. Enviromall's sustainably sourced packaging is a great step towards eradicating single-use plastics. Head on over to enviromall.co.za to view their range and a chance to win a presidential stay at Avianto, valued at 7,000 Rand. Enviromall for sustainable tomorrows. This is Classic Business. Enviromall has devoted the last 10 years to providing innovative, sustainable food packaging solutions to restaurants, shop owners and large corporates. Passionate about protecting the planet, Enviromall source versatile and functional products as a sustainable alternative to single-use plastics. Head on over to enviromall.co.za to view their range of sustainably sourced, eco-friendly packaging solutions and you can stand a chance to win a presidential stay at Avianto valued at 7,000 Rand, including a romantic, eco-friendly gourmet picnic. Enviromall for sustainable tomorrows.